Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick. All right, welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast for the Viking Age Com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for The Viking Age. Before we get started today, make sure to follow The Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at The Viking Age. And you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com slash The Viking Age. All right. On today's show, I will be joined by Jared Barsness. He is one of the co-hosts of the Split Division podcast, which covers the NFC North. We talked about Kirk Cousins, Kevin Stefanski, this weekend's conference championship games, and a bunch more. So I've got nothing else to say, so let's just get right into it. Here is my conversation with Jared Barsness. All right, on today's show, uh, we have Jared Barsness. He is one of the co-hosts for the Split Division podcast, which covers every team in the NFC North, and Jared is the one on the podcast who was lucky enough to cover the Vikings. So uh, welcome to the show, Jared. Thank you for having me. No problem. All right, let's just get right into it. Uh, Pro Football Talks, Mike Florio recently went on a San Francisco radio station and said that the 49ers trading for Kirk Cousins is more realistic than them going after someone like Deshaun Watson. Uh, Florio also went on to say that he doesn't think the Vikings would demand a whole lot uh, in return for a trade involving Kirk Cousins. Uh, do you believe Florio when he says that the Vikings wouldn't demand a lot in a trade for Cousins? And uh, what are the chances do you think of Cousins actually ending up with the 49ers before next season? Uh, well, I definitely don't think the Vikings are going to give him up for not very much at all. I think Florio has some sort of odd vendetta against uh, Kirk Cousins. Like a lot of people, I'd like to um, know any other players ever who have been more disrespected than him. <laughs> I, the reason why, I don't know. Um, I guess they just don't like that he's getting paid as much as he is. Um he plays like a top 10 quarterback. I mean, you're not going to um, just trade a guy like that away for nothing. Um, I get that he's getting paid a lot of money and he's taking a big hit on the cap, but you don't give up a guy like that for, as he said, like, what do you say? Like not very much. At yeah. You said they're not, they wouldn't, they're not going to demand a whole lot, which makes you seem like yeah. they're going to be like, it, Oh sure. Just take him for whatever. Yeah. No, that, that you don't trade someone like that, a <laughs> uh, top 10 quarterback for, uh, not very much at all. doesn't make sense. Uh, again, Florio, I take what he says with a grain of salt. I think a lot of stuff that he says, he does it just for clicks and just for people to uh, pay attention to him. So um, whether he even thinks that, who knows? Um, but no, I totally don't agree with that at all. Do you think, um, what are the chances you think Cousins actually ends up with the 49ers? Uh, unlikely. Unlikely. Um, it's just I get the 49ers are going to be going after a new quarterback this uh, year, but I don't see the Vikings moving on from Kirk Cousins, especially after uh, take away a few games from last year, the way that he played last year um, played great. In my opinion, um, uh, offense was not the issue and to break up uh, an offensive unit who played so well last year 
um, head into another season where you're going to be getting a bunch of starters back that uh, were huge role players uh, in years past um, on the defense, it doesn't make sense to break up the unit that was your strongest uh, last year. Yeah, Florio is supposedly a Vikings fan, um, but he's also known to be a Case Keenum fan. And he's never been happy that the Vikings did not re-sign Case Keenum. So that's probably where a lot of his, you know, disdain, I guess, for Kirk Cousins comes from. Because he just doesn't want Cousins to be the quarterback. Um, so any chance he gets, he really just tries to throw Kirk Cousins under the bus and say like, oh yeah, the Vikings will give him away. So I wasn't really surprised with uh, what he said about that either. But okay, you said you don't think Kirk Cousins um, will get traded. But I'll ask you, you know, about another team that might actually trade for him, um, which, you know, kind of happened to get more, maybe a little bit more realistic on Wednesday because Phillip Rivers retired. So now the Colts are in need of a new starting quarterback. Um, and They don't have a top 15 draft pick. Um, and it seems so it seems more likely that the Colts would attempt to trade for a veteran quarterback than add one through this year's draft, especially since they're projected to have more than 60 million in cap space this year. So they wouldn't have a problem, you know, affording someone's contract like Kirk Cousins or Matthew Stafford or, or Matt Ryan. So how realistic uh, do you believe the possibility of Kirk Cousins getting traded to the Colts is? I think it's more realistic just because I feel like the Colts are going to offer more uh, for him because they're, in my opinion, I get that the last year the 49ers went to the Super Bowl, but I think that the Colts are closer to that uh, than the 49ers at this point. Um, they got the defense. They got the offensive line. They just need – they're missing a few pieces. They need another wide receiver. Um, and obviously now they need a quarterback. Uh, they gave the Bills a run for their money in Buffalo in mm-hmm. the playoffs. So um, definitely I think it's – uh there's a better chance. Um, but again, I just, I can't see the Vikings getting rid of a guy who's been in this offense. Now it'll be his fourth season um, after the year that they just had. Yeah. I think it'd have to be something similar to, you know, an offer like they got for Stefan Diggs last year where they really just couldn't refuse it. Um, where, where it's like, okay, you know, the Colts are giving us a first round pick and maybe a first round pick next year. And we're like, uh, okay, we, we got to take this. Um, but yeah, Mike Zimmer and Rick Spielman, they're going into a, a year where they're probably going to be on the hot seat where, you know, you have to, you have to make the playoffs or, or you're gone. So I don't think they really want to trade away a quarterback who can keep, you know, the offense, you know, the way it is or gamble on a young quarterback or just some, some bum off the street. I don't think they're really interested in doing that unless they get the, you know, enough compensation to get someone to move up in like a top five pick and grab one of those yeah. top quarterbacks. So I do agree with you that it's slim that Kirk Cousins gets traded this uh, this offseason. But unfortunately, we're going to hear about it and um, I'm probably going to write about it. So, <laughs> um, uh, but last weekend, the Browns were the Browns were, were knocked out of the playoffs in their first playoff appearance since 2004. I believe they're, of course, led by first-year head coach Kevin Stefanski, who spent 14 years with the Vikings before heading to Cleveland. Uh, with the with Stefanski helping lead the Browns to 11 wins and a spot in the playoffs, you know some have wondered if the Vikings would have been any better in 2020 with him as their head coach instead of uh, Mike Zimmer. So my question for you is: How many wins do you think the Vikings would have finished with this season if Stefanski? 
was their head coach instead of Mike Zimmer? Honestly, I mean, I'll tie back to what I said before. The offense was not the issue, mm-hmm. and that's his strong suit. Uh, that's what he would have been dealing with there. Um, I couldn't – I probably put him at seven and nine, honestly, because that defense is something that you can't overcome. And then you couple that with the special teams unit who I think they were 31st in the league. Um, it's killer. I mean, it doesn't matter how good your offense is. If your defense and your uh, special teams are both like 30th and 31st in the league, it does, I don't care who you have on offense. You're not going to be able to compete. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to have a pretty high powered offense to, you know, make up for, for all that and the Vikings offense was good they put up you know good numbers and, and good yards but just it wasn't enough to overcome all the the problems they had on defense and like you said special teams so I would even venture out to say that the Vikings might have been you know worse they might have been like 5 and 11 or or, or 4 and 12 because I'm not so confident that you know whoever has controlled the defense was Stefanski as the head coach would have been able to get as much as Mike Zimmer was able to get out of that, that defense, you know, before Eric Kendricks was hurt, they, um, they were actually, you know, performing pretty well after the bye, you know, once he went out, things kind of just unraveled, but yeah, I, 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 it's, it's easy to look at the success, the the success of the Browns and, you know, how the Vikings finished and be like, Oh, Stefanski did better, but you have to look at, you know, the roster for the Browns and, and what he had to deal with. And then what Mike Zimmer had to deal with as far as, the defense and inexperience, you know, 15 rookies selected in the draft and, and all the COVID stuff. So yeah, I'm, I'm not so sure that the Vikings would have been better off with Stefanski. To add on to that, um, with their two cornerbacks, I mean, Dantzler and Gladney, mm-hmm. uh, both started off really rough. Um, mm-hmm. second half of the season, Dantzler was one of the best cornerbacks in the entire league. I don't, I don't think you see that kind of development without, uh, Mike Zimmer there who's been well-known for his ability to develop uh, quarterbacks. Yeah, right. And imagine if they had a preseason or, you know, OTAs to to work on that stuff to see, you know. So I'm excited to see how those guys look uh, next year. So, all right, back to some some quarterback talk. But this time we're going to talk about backup quarterbacks. So Sean Mannion is a free agent this year. uh, So the Vikings could be looking for a new backup if they don't re-sign him. Fingers crossed they don't. there are a number of talented quarterbacks who could be Minnesota's backup in, in 2021 who are expected to be free agents as well this year, including Ryan Fitzpatrick, Tyrod Taylor, uh, Robert Griffin III, and, and Andy Dalton or some of them. Um, so who would you like to see uh, the Vikings to bring in to be their backup quarterback for next year? Well, definitely not Sean Mannion. Anyone but Sean Mannion. <laughs> um, I don't. I wouldn't feel confident at all if Kirk went down. If if you put Sean Mannion in there, I'm just going to give up on the team. Um, so like I like the uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I know he's old, but he's still. I mean, Fitz Magic, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got Andy Dalton, who started in this league, and he wasn't bad um, when he started with the Bengals. Um, he was with Zimmer. He was with Zimmer too. Yeah, and he was on the same team as Mike Zimmer. Um, but another guy, Josh Rosen. You know, he hasn't. He hasn't been dealt a very good hand in the league so far. You know, he's he was with the Cardinals uh, his first season when he had just about nothing around him except Larry Fitzgerald. Yep. Um, and after that one season, you know, they draft Kyler Murray, and then he's out of a job, and then he hasn't started since. Um, I think that's the guy. The Is he with the Bucks now? He's he's with the Buccaneers. I think he's with the 49ers, actually. Um, uh, he's yeah, been bouncing he be around right. all yeah. over the place. But, um, yeah, I mean, Josh Rosen would be a guy I'd look for. Um, 
as a possible guy just to maybe bring into camp and see what he looks like at least. Um, he's still young. Uh, for, former first-round draft pick uh, might be a lot more in there uh, that no one's gotten to yet. Would you be fine if the Vikings, you know, maybe used one of their, I would say maybe picks in the first three rounds on a quarterback to be their backup? Yeah, I'd say um, a middle-round dra- uh, draft pick. I wouldn't be against because, you know, you it's kind of like rolling the dice on a middle-round draft pick for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, you bring one in and they can be a home run or they can just be another practice squad guy. Um, so especially with how many draft picks that the Vikings have this year, uh, I definitely see a uh, draft pick in the middle rounds. Um, something that the Vikings should look at. For sure. I think um, I'm not so sure if, if Rosen would be someone they would bring in because it seems like the Vikings want a backup who's, you know, not going to be able to challenge Kirk Cousins for, for his job or, or even, you know, to cause any controversy. Cause you know, Cousins plays bet If Cousins, if Cousins has a legitimate backup at the beginning of, of this season, when they start one and five, people are going to be calling, you know, for him to be benched and stuff. But because they didn't have that, because they had Sean Mannion, I think people were even still calling for Sean. Oh, they were to, to start the Falcons game. Yeah. Like that was ridiculous. That's, that's not going to help anything. Um, but I just think, they want to avoid that. You know, they've, they've invested a lot of money in Kirk Cousins, so they need a backup who, you know, can help essentially be another coach. Um, but at the same time, I agree, they need someone who's better than Sean Mannion because if Kirk Cousins goes down, and the Vikings have been lucky that Kirk Cousins hasn't gone down at all the last few years because his offensive line hasn't, you know, done him any favors. Um, they need someone who can actually do the job and maybe win a couple games if, if needed because Sean Mannion hasn't thrown a touchdown pass in his entire career and he's been in the NFL he's been in the NFL for around 6 years so they need someone someone better my suspicions are they probably will just bring him back cuz he's cheap and familiar with the system but i hope that maybe they venture out and find someone else cuz it, it's just yeah. it's a scenario that i don't want to see you know see happen where it's it's the Vikings have bad things happen to them in their history, and this this could be the latest. So, uh, sticking with free agency, there are a number of former Vikings players who will be free agents this year. Uh, guys like Everson Griffin, Cordero Patterson, Xavier Rose, Mackenzie Alexander, uh, Jarek McKinnon, and, and Anderson Deho are some of them. Um, are there any former Vikings from free agency this year that you would like to see maybe return to Minnesota for next season? Well, those first two I mentioned, uh, or that you mentioned, uh, Everson Griffin for one, um, though his little tirade that he had on, uh, <laughs> Twitter a couple weeks ago isn't very helpful for mm. his case. Um, he's, I mean, he's still a good player. He's still mm. got at least a year, maybe two left in his tank. Um, and he pairs up well in this, uh, defense with Daniel Hunter. I mean, last year he played great alongside Daniel Hunter and, um, he's, he's a good player. He's a smart player. Um, he's, he's, he could be like that Brian Robinson kind of role mm-hmm. that they had with him a few years ago. Um, and then Cordell Patterson, uh, obviously need a ton of special teams help right now. I need someone who can return the ball. And I, I do like Amir Abdullah returning. I, I'm glad that they did that, uh, towards the end of the season. I wish that they would have started it sooner. 
Um, but also Amir Abdullah, uh, with him comes fumbles. And that's something that I definitely yeah. worry about every single time that he returns the ball, but he was better than KJ Osborne. KJ Osborne, uh, looked like he was running in slow motion every time that he returned the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, a terrible, terrible draft pick right there, but, um, you know, they're not all going to be hits. Uh, but it's not, I can't, I don't want KJ Osborne back there. <laughs> Just don't. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think returner has to be a priority uh, this year, whether they get it in the draft, you know, with someone like, I, I believe it's Jalen Waddell or whatever. Yeah. He's, a, he's a good returner receiver combo. I think that would be something mm-hmm. good for them to, to look into. Um, I think you look at a team like the Chiefs who, you know, has, you know, really good special teams. And that's, you know, an underrated reason. Obviously, they have Patrick Mahomes. That's, that's an underrated reason why they're, you know, one of the best teams in the NFL. But yeah, I could see Griffin coming back. I would love for Cordell Patterson to come back. I just don't know how that relationship is between him and and Zimmer and Spielman, some of those old guys. You know, I I'm pretty sure he has a good relationship with you know Thielen and some of the his old teammates because he's always tweeting at him and stuff. But I just don't know how his relationship with the rest of you know the the guys that would actually sign him are. And then you know someone like Xavier Rhodes, kind of the same thing where. They kind of let him go, and he was a little surprised. And definitely not Mackenzie Alexander. He's not coming back. Uh, he's not a fan of Zimmer anymore. Jarek McKinnon's an interesting one because him coming here would, you know, he could take that role of Amir Abdullah, but that, you know, I'm not sure what he wants to do in his career if he would still wants to be like a, you know, a good piece in an offense. Because if he comes to the Vikings, he's got to know that Dalvin Cook is is the guy, and he's probably not going to get a whole lot of touches. Um, and then I could see, actually see them bringing back Sandejo because we don't, not as a starter, I don't want to freak anyone yeah. out, but, um, I could, you know, Anthony Harris is probably gone and they don't know who's going to be that, that other safety with Harrison Smith. So it'd be good to bring in someone who has experience in the defense who could maybe help whoever they pick to be that starter, you know, adjust and, and get to know Mike Zimmer's system and, and maybe fill in if needed. And that's Sandejo, you know. I know he didn't play that well with the Browns in 2020. Um, he also brings an aggressiveness to the Vikings defense, which I think they were missing last year. Oh, yeah. and, and, you know, when he's not playing on defense, he can be on special teams. So I think that's someone to, to keep an eye on for sure. Um, okay. On Sunday is the AFC and, and NFC championship games. Uh, it's the Bills and Chiefs in the AFC and the Bucks and Packers in the NFC. Um, so who do you think will, will come out, come out on top in, in this weekend's matchups and, uh, which game do you think will be the most enjoyable? So, um, before the playoffs, I said that I picked the bills and I picked the Packers Ooh. to go to the Super Bowl, And I said that the bills were going to win, but, um, so for the chiefs and bills game, which I think that will be the best game mm-hmm. of the two this weekend, um, two super high-powered offenses, uh, and then two kind of suspect defenses uh, at times. Um, I would, I'm, I'm going to stick with the Bills for that game. Um, they're on fire. I mean, I don't see anyone stopping them at this point. They, um, they're a fun team to watch. They're really fun to watch, and it, you know, it's cool to see Diggs doing well, and it hurts at the same time. <laughs> but the fact that we got Jefferson really yeah. uh, numbs that pain. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I picked the Bills for that one. Um, and then for the NFC Championship game, I'm actually going to switch it up. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers here. Um, I don't think 
playoff Brady's going to get stopped in this game. Uh, I think he's hungry for that Super Bowl. And I think if he wins a Super Bowl, he might be done after this year. Um, so he's, a, he's under a two year contract, I think. Um, but yeah, but, but yeah, he could he retire could after. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, and the Super Bowl's in Tampa. Yeah, yeah. So first team to host a um, Super Bowl game. Um, def- their defense looks great. They're getting Vita mm-hmm. Vea back uh, for the game, who they've been missing for just about the entire season. A uh, huge piece yeah. on their defensive line that's already good, and uh, will just be even better uh, with Vita Vea back. Some, get some guy named Winfield. Um, yeah, some guy <laughs> from that weird state. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so um, – and they're fired up. I mean, Antoine Winfield on Twitter or on uh, Instagram the other day uh, after that Saints game saying mm-hmm. he made grown men cry, mm-hmm. which I love that. I love that so much. Um, but they're fired up. They're, they're a fire up team. Um, and Brady's not someone who's uh, not familiar with cold weather games. You know, he played right. uh, for that team in Boston for 20 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely it, it, that should be, it, they'll both be good games. Um but I'm going to go with the Buccaneers against the Packers. Yeah, and the, and the, that Bucks, one. the Bucks killed the Packers. Yeah. And they, they smoked them uh, a few or not a few weeks ago. It was about uh, three months ago, but yeah. um, Aaron Rodgers threw ago, yeah. uh, like, I think two interceptions. He should have thrown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Three. The pick six, like his yep. like fifth in his career or something like that. Yeah. It was, it was a bad game by them. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking forward to hopefully another one. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just hoping for good games. I mean, yeah. I I hate the Packers because, you know, we're, we're Vikings fans. It's what, what we're supposed to do. But I can respect Aaron Rodgers um, just because he's just really good. Um, you know, a couple of years he'll be, you know, the Vikings quarterback. So I'm just waiting for that. Um, but uh, who do you think will end up winning the Super Bowl then? You got the, the Bills and Bucks in there. Oh, um, I'm going to stick with my pick on the Bills. Um I think either way, no matter who wins this weekend, it's going to be a really good game in the Super Bowl. I think they're uh, all really uh, well-matched teams. Um, but, it, I mean, if the, Bill, the Bills coming off a win against the Chiefs, uh, I don't see them as being a stoppable team um, with as much uh, the young guys that they have on the team, all the energy that they have um, with all that momentum heading into the Super Bowl. Uh, especially playing for a city like Buffalo, who's been uh, without a championship forever. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be, they're going to, yeah, literally forever. <laughs> um, they're going to be hungry for a Super Bowl. Um, and I think that they'll pull it off. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a little less confident in the Bills than you are just because they only scored, their offense only scored 10 points last week against uh, the Ravens. You know, they, they finished with 17, but seven of that was the, the long pick six. Um, and I think the Ravens are actually, you know, almost going to tie the game when that, when that pick six happens. So I'm a little less confident in them. I would like to see, you know, I would like to see Stefan Diggs in there as much as some people might think that I have, you know, something out for him cause he's not with the Vikings anymore. And I like to just egg people on cause it's fun. Um, but yeah, I'd like to see him in the Super Bowl. There's a couple, I feel like there's a couple former Vikings that are in action, uh, this week, and then you know, of course, you have Anton Winfield Jr. and then uh, and what Tyler Johnson too on uh, on the bus. Yeah. So those, then, yeah. there's a lot of Minnesota connections uh, out there this weekend. Um, and I'm gonna go with uh, I just think it's gonna be the Chiefs and Packers. I'm gonna be boring. Um, I just think I can't I can't pick against the Chiefs till they lose. They just they seem to find the way to win no matter what. If 
Chad Henney's in there or, or Patrick Mahomes. They just figure out a way. Um, and then with the Packers, they just, I know that they got killed by the Bucks earlier this season, but the Packers just seem to be on this, some sort of run where just, and no one can get out of their way. So, um, I'm going to go with the Packers and Chiefs and then I'll just pick, I'll be boring too and pick the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. Um, uh, so those, those are, those are my picks. Um, and that's going to do it for, for, for today's show. Uh, make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Follow Jared on Twitter. Jared, what's your Twitter handle? It's Jared and then Bars, B-A-R-S-N-F-L. There you go. Follow him and subscribe to his podcast. What's that? The Split Division Podcast, right? Yep. That's at Split Div Pod on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And you can find the links in the bio there. And you do, you guys do that once a week? Yep. And real quick question, how old are you? 20. You're 20? Oh, man, you're a baby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But but you're very knowledgeable. So uh, thanks again, man, for for coming on. Uh, Enjoyed talking to you today. So, uh, But until next time, we will talk to you later.